It's a good day to be here. I want to welcome you to the Radiant Word broadcast. And as we share today on this wonderful topic of the Genomaya, which is experiencing the invisible. Experiencing the invisible. Experiencing the invisible. And it's such a topic that the Lord recently started teaching me about these experiences and i would like to also share this with you um the genomaya is a greek word in the bible that means to become to come into existence to be made known to appear to begin to happen and i i, I know you get the concept now things that happen things that appear to make conspicuous suddenly it appears and this experience that i'm trying to teach today in this hour is not cultured uh through you know discipleship with people following people trying to hear what god is saying through people no in fact those that apply that trade normally do not get access into this realm of encounters this this is this is a realm where once you get into you are able to you know live regardless of what you have live regardless of what people say live regardless of how people relate to you this is a special realm of encounter now it is one of the highest forms. Now, the genomaya is one of the highest forms of spiritual encounters that humans can receive from God. It, it is not dreams. It's, I'm not talking about dreams. I'm not talking about, you know, having positive confessions. Oh, yes, in Jesus' name, I will have this. I will experience this. That's good, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually explaining to you how to experience the invisible how to experience the invisible not as a simply spiritual phenomenon but physical experience in your life one day i was in prayer and the lord opened my eyes and he started teaching me stuff and so one of the things i saw and he taught me was i was in a place walking through a place and there were people around but spiritually there was this person in a different location that had thrown something like a wire onto somebody and was holding it up but my eyes could see that thing and then i could see that person as well so i started speaking about it and nobody understood it and then the lord said to me you are going now to enter into a realm where you would see divine realities physically the Genomaya is having a sudden experience of supernatural things that are not you know, common in the natural. Let me explain. When I was in the medical school, there was one day I was walking by a certain tree. It was almost 5 a.m. and I was going to church. Now, as I got there, a strong wind blew and I stopped. I was terrified, and so I couldn't even walk. And this was a tree that was by there. There was this long tennis court, 
And as, as I got there, it was such a strong breeze, I stopped under the tree. Suddenly, I heard a voice from the top of the trees, and the voice said, I, he said, I, the person said, I, three times. And the confidence or the authority which which the person said, I, I, I will bless you. Now, it, it, it sounded as if this person had control over tomorrow. It sounded as if this person knew the future. It sounded as if I was a young man, but he was, this voice was telling me about my future. And he said, I will bless you. Can you imagine that? And it was such a strong grace. It was such a strong thing that I could not even, you know, move. I stood there for so long. I stood there for so long until the whole breeze stopped. Okay, before I started to go again, that was one experience. This was not a dream. This was not an inner voice. This was an actual experience. The trees, the breeze, the, it was shaking. I stopped literally. I stopped. Okay, now another time I was walk. I was going from the library, and as I was going, I was there was this wall. The, the library was on a street. So there was this wall by it, and I was walking between the street, and there's, I think there's, a, there's an obstetrics ward on the other side, and there's a dental school after the library. And I'm walking along the library, and suddenly a person begins to speak to me. And speaking to me, speaking to me, the voice says to me that, do you know that most of the things he was teaching me about the role demons play in sicknesses. And he was explaining to me how the original creation of God did not contain certain things and how demons have taken over some things, you know, that have happened. And of course, I'm a medical person, so I understand the differences, but I'm speaking from a different perspective. And so I walked into one of the medical wards and there was this man who had congestive heart failure. He was propped up in bed. He had oxygen in his nose. I looked at him. I remember his name. It's called Mr. Samuel. I don't want to mention the last name. And I, I said, can I pray with you? Now, I had just, somebody was talking to me on the road. And it was so strange because I was like, really? I mean, I understand that not everything is like you know spiritual but then he's teaching me that there are certain roles demons are playing in sicknesses and so i as i went to this man i had an idea and i was like i'm going to pray for this man and i'm going to see just on the principle of what i had that encounter and so when the man noted that i could pray for him mr samuel oh my god i laid my hands on his chest and i prayed a very simple prayer in the name of jesus and then I went. So I came back in the evening to check on him. And when I came back in the evening, he was not on the bed. This is the same day. This wasn't the next day. It was the same day. He was not on the bed. So I, I just said to myself, oh, this thing, sometimes I think I pray too much and I get too excited about stuff. And so I, I was a bit disappointed. Okay. You know, how did he die? The bed was so well laid. How did he just die like that? I mean, I, I prayed for him a few minutes ago, or hours ago, sorry. So as I was walking out of the ward, 
there was this hallway and I saw somebody running towards me from the end of the hallway. And he bumped me and carried me like that. And then I said, and he said, you are the one that prayed for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then he began to share with me what was happening to him while I was praying. Now I'm talking about spiritual experiences that break the barrier of humanity of the natural and become available to us in our physical state. That is this concept I'm teaching you about. Now, this is not a strange concept. Twice I have been in the service, actually even on my honeymoon, I was I woke up at dawn and I was praying. That's, that's my custom. And I didn't know my wife was awake. I'm sure a newly wedded husband is awake at dawn praying. So I was praying, I was walking in the hotel room, just praying, praying. So in the morning she says to me, oh, saw you praying and you were talking to this man standing in front of you, very tall, white, in a white gown. I said, and I said, you could see him? And she said, yeah, you were talking to someone. So like the two of you were talking. And I said, no, I was just praying. They are encounters like that. Two times I was in a service and I, I felt a hand touch me like that. Now, when I turned, there was nobody behind me. But I, I knew I, I somebody was holding me. That was, that was my first, one of the first encounters. One of, another encounter was I was in a church service and then I felt a hand like my eyes were closed. And so somebody was laying his hand and praying on my head. So I opened my eyes. But the pastor, the preacher, was way over the pulpit there, and I was sitting in my seat. And I was like, oh, okay, I knew this was the Lord. This was such a physical touch. It was not, it was not a feeling, it was a physical touch. But there was nobody before me. Now, what, what made it beautiful was as I was reflecting and then receiving, immediately, I think God opened the eyes of the preacher. And then he screamed. Hey, 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 doctor, you man of God, I see an angel before you with his hand on his head. And then I said to myself, yes, I know. These are the experiences I'm talking about. I'm not talking about dreams, no. I'm not talking about visions, no. I'm talking about physical experiences which are which originate from the spiritual. And they break the barrier of the spiritual and the natural to become available to us. May you experience the genomite. May you experience the invisible. May you experience the invisible. I was lying down somewhere in a hospital ward one day, resting, and then two hands, I saw his form. Two hands held me this way and said, get up, let's go. There's a boy coming, he's seven years old. He's fallen down, he had this accident. I want you to save him, for I will use him. I'm talking about these are priceless, rare experiences that you do not get by following people. You do not get by following men of God. You do not get by following women of God. You do not get regardless of their status. You get these experiences that break the barrier by remaining in his presence. Oh, glory to God. I will wake up at dawn and pray, 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 pray. Those, those wonderful years in Cape Coast, I pray five hours a day. I never missed a day. Two in the morning, two, like one hour during the day and two at night. 
and I will be in my room praying and an angel will walk towards me and said, this is what the Lord says, glory to Jesus. These are the encounters I want to stimulate in you. It's enough, you've been going around for so long. It's good, you've been, you've been shopping around for miracles, you've been shopping around for prophecies, it's okay. And God uses these things to strengthen our faith anyway, there's nothing wrong with that. But I wanna just introduce you to a higher realm. The higher realm of encounters. You know, sometimes when I listen to people talking about prophesying, prophesying, talking about dreams and visions, I just look at them and I, I just smile. Because there's a realm which God has brought me into, but these things are so humbling that those who have truly encountered God seldom speak out. You know, so they are like, okay, all right, thank you, thank you. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. The uniqueness of this experience I'm teaching you today is that it originates from the spirit. It's a spiritual thing. Yet it breaks the barrier and that spiritual substance undergoes a transformation that I cannot explain. Such that that spiritual substance becomes physically beneficial to you, either in your body or in your family or around you, there is a tangible physical, you know, release that takes place for you to realize that. And you cannot explain that physical change, example, in your body through science or any other thing. And you realize this did not come from people. This came from the Lord. And may you receive it in the name of Jesus. May you receive it in the name of Jesus. The Lord told me he's going to touch people. The Lord told me things will suddenly appear and disappear. They are, if there are things that need to disappear, they will suddenly disappear by the same principle. And there are things that need to appear, they will appear to you. You are about to see what you have not seen and to hear what you have not heard. Genesis chapter 16, verse number 7. Sarah had abused Hagar. Sarah had treated her harshly. Of course, Hagar was being troublesome and stubborn. But that's not my focus for today. I'm teaching on experiencing the invisible. Now, as the young girl ran through the harsh deserts of Arabia, as she got to a place, she stopped. And she stopped because she saw a man, not in her dreams, not in her mind, not as a figment of her imagination, but physically a man stood before her. And the man knew her. And the man said to her, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where are you going? Then the man spoke to her and said, I want you to go back and submit yourself to the affliction. I want you to go back and submit yourself under the pain, for I will bless you. Now, the words of Hagar are what I want us to use. Verse number 7, 13 of Genesis 16. Genesis 16, 13. Then Hagar said, then she called the name of the Lord. She called the name of the Lord that spoke to her. You are the God who sees. Hallelujah. You are the God who sees. For she said, have I also seen him who sees me? Therefore, she called the well of that place, you are El Roy. And today is still referred to as Beer Lahai Roy. I want to introduce you to this Beer Lahai Roy. 
I want to introduce you to URL Roy, that this God you serve is not seeking to remain unknown to you. He's not seeking to remain invisible to you. Now, Hagar says, you are the Lord who sees. For today I have seen him who sees me, and I have heard him who hears me. I pray for you right now as you listen to me that you are going to see him who sees you. Your eyes are going to see he who sees you. Your ears will hear him who hears you. Your spirit man, not through a dream, but then an encounter that is going to engrave your heart. Then she called the name of the place you bear Laha Roy. I have seen him who sees me. Glory to Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. May you see him who sees you. I hear the man of God in Ghana had his testimony that he was going to be lynched by some young men many years ago. And in the midst of the chaos, as they were trying to beat him, a man appeared to him and held his hand and walked with him out of the crowd and showed him go this way, turn this way and go. And when he walked that way and turned, he saw no man no more. He still saw the people in the scaffold. I'm praying for somebody that you come into this place of expectation to receive, not from men, but to receive from God. Listen. Our, our Christianity is so skewed. There's so many misconceptions today and people are pursuing things wrongly. You see, most people in the body of Christ do not have these experiences I'm talking about. I mean, people are limited to dreams and at best visions, occasional visions. In the Christendom today, the highest form of expressions or encounters people receive is through a prophetic word. How sad, how sad. How sad. And I'm speaking to you too. Because you need to build a desire in you. There is a well we can drink from. Yet we are holding mini bottles and going just for bottle after bottle after bottle. No, no. There is a well you can drink from. There is a well you can drink from. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. I pray that you would assess this well and begin to draw. You are Elroy. Now my eyes sees him who sees me. Yea, my eyes sees whom sees me. May you, may you come to that place. A sudden appearance, a sudden appearance of things which are not. A, king, a sudden king called Sennacherib has threatened Hezekiah and Israel in 2 Kings chapter number 19. But this is another concept of the genomile. And 2 Kings 19, 29, you can note that scripture down. 2 Kings 19, 29. And the prophet Isaiah said to Hezekiah, this shall be the sign for you, that this year you shall eat of things that grow by themselves. That is what I'm talking about. You are about to encounter things that grow by themselves, things that appear by themselves. You, you, it's, not, it's not that you've gone to plant, because when you read in the first year, he was going to encounter things that appear suddenly by themselves. Without his involvement, without his, it's going to appear unto him. In the second year, those things are spring up from the same that came up in the first. But then in the third year, he's now going to have to sow to see them. I'm talking about the first two, that there is a realm in Christ where when we get there, 
things appear to us. Revelations are made known to us. Mysteries are revealed to us. Angels appear to us. When you get to that realm, it's like somebody telling Hagar after that experience that God is not real. It don't matter what you say to Hagar. It doesn't matter what you what you what you you know mention to her. It doesn't matter who you are. But as you speak to somebody like Hagar, she is going to tell you. I saw him with my eyes. Glory to Jesus. I received him with my hands. I touched him with my hands. I hit him when I was alone. And I named that place U-R-L Roy. You are the God who sees me. And now I have seen you. May your eyes see him who sees you. May you hear him who hears you. Glory, glory to Jesus. This concept that I'm teaching you is not strange. Thank you, Bishop. This concept that I'm teaching you is not strange at all. This concept that I'm teaching you is biblical. Are you taking your Bibles? And you don't you don't have to even show it now, but when you take your Bibles to John 1, verse number 14, this is the concept of the Jeremiah. And I'm praying that you and I will receive a John 1:14 miracle. The Jeremiah is the concept of John 1:14. The Bible says in John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and lived among us. The word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory as the glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Can I teach here a little bit? Now, supernatural manifestations that break the natural barrier and appear to us as natural phenomenon are, as Isaiah said to Hezekiah, things that appear suddenly by themselves, but for your benefit. For the king and all Israel, can you imagine even if these are, these are fruits and crops that appear by themselves and all Israel was going to be able to eat and live on that for a whole year. Come on, come on. Pollination alone is not able to do that. You know, sprinkling of seeds from fruit is not able to do that. No. This was a supernatural, a supernatural encounter that brought, that brought things that appear by themselves to them. Here he says the same, that the word, this, this is the divine expression of God. This in John 1, 1, he says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, the same was in the beginning, the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him. He said, everything appeared, things that appeared, things that came into being were by this word. And without him, there wasn't anything made that was made. Are you listening to me at all? Now, this is what we are talking about. That this word is actually a spiritual power. This is a spiritual force. This is a spiritual virtue of God. This is God emptying or expressing his divine self as a word. Now, it was this that was the power of creation. It was this that was the power and the sustainer of all things created. Without his permission, there wasn't anything that was made. Now, this power, and you go to the verse 14, the Bible says, 
this power now undergoes a transformation. The word became there is Jinomiah who suddenly appeared. So there's a change of nature from a spiritual substance into a physical substance. Now a spiritual being, a spiritual virtue, a spiritual grace breaks the barrier and doesn't come to us as a spirit, but appears to us as flesh, physical, for our benefit. Now, it was no longer an unseen reality. Now, it was no longer something to build their hope for, or, you know, faith to be seen. It was not something that they had to pray to look for. It was right in their midst, right with them. And they could see it, the Bible says, for we saw his glory. We, it, it was a physical presence among us, but we saw that it carried some glory. It carried some glory. It carried something around him that, that told us that this was not earthly. I'm praying for somebody who is going to wake up one day and see a new thing in their life and see a new thing in their body and see something unique happening physically whose origin is by the spirit. This is and the word, the spirit, the divine expression changed its nature and became flesh with us. Now this, this message is, and most of you have been listening to me for long, so you, you've graduated. You are not the people that get swayed by simple things that they tell you, church. This is the beauty, and this is the challenge why you need to spend time with God. You, you, one day the Lord said to me, we go on adventures, adventures you have not known before. And I will, I will be, he said to me, you will not need a signpost for I will show you the way to go. Glory to Jesus. I have lived most of my life by hearing what to do. Are you listening? He says, we have seen his glory. We have seen the glory. And John is saying, we saw the glory. It was like the glory of the Father. We could describe it. And now he sees the constituents of the glory. He said that glory was full of grace. He says that glory, it was full of grace and it was full of truth. Are you listening to me? You will, have, you will encounter the visible cloud of God's glory. You are about to see the virtues in the cloud. You are about to see these supernatural deities, this glory, these substances in the cloud appear to you physically. John said, when I encountered the cloud, it was full of grace and truth. A cloud is going to come to you and your home. You are going to see this physically. Oh, my brother, after his ordination, he came to Ghana for an ordination. They left their home. They locked their doors in London. When they went back to London, his pictures, framed pictures, had an oil pouring on the face of every one of them. As if somebody had come into the house, opened the glass frame. As if somebody had come, opened the glass frame and poured oil on every one of them. And oil was dripping on everyone. I'm talking about physical manifestations that originate from the spirit. And the word became flesh and the word became flesh and lived among us for our benefit then we looked at this word that had now become flesh now when we saw him in the flesh he was not looking like the word he was looking like one of us but we saw that there was a glory around him we saw that there was something in him and and this thing brought us grace and it brought us truth 
I pray for you right now in the name of Jesus that you are about to receive all the spirit, all the power, all the grace, all the virtue is being emptied into you right now in that one encounter in Jesus' mighty name. This is the principle. And the word became flesh. And the word became flesh. This power that created all humanity, this power that sustains all things by the word of his power, this power now transforms into a physical thing and stands with you. Hallelujah. Now look at the verse number 16. Look at the verse number 16. He says, and from his fullness, and of his fullness, and of his fullness, have we received grace for grace, grace upon grace. I want to preach here now. Glory to Jesus. Now, when you encounter the Lord at this level, when you encounter the Lord at this level, you do not only see the glory of the invisible, but we receive what is called in the Greek a pleroma. We receive a complete expression of the Lord is made known to us. A complete expression of God. Listen, listen, there are so many people in church today, they missed the fact that that pastor, I am not a complete expression of God. Now, there are teachings we can teach that says we are also God beings, but we are not a complete expression of God. He says that when you receive an encounter like Hagar did, when you receive an encounter like Hezekiah received, then you, like John is saying, when the word transforms to be a part of you, he says now that you receive a complete expression of his fullness, of his fullness, you receive grace upon grace. You receive grace right now in the name of Jesus. At this height of encounter, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot be going around looking for answers from people unless you have not received from him. That is why, you see, that is why Jesus was so surprised when Philip asked him, show us the Father. And he said, you have experienced the Jeremiah for three years. You have been with me in this level of spiritual expression and still you seek for another. I pray that in today as we pray, and the Lord was telling me today earlier, that you are going to receive encounters, not just through dreams, tangible. I'm telling you, that day I was lying by the hospital, I saw him stand before me and said, let's go. He held my hands and said, get up, let's go. You are going to receive these encounters. Glory, glory to Jesus. Receive this in Jesus' mighty name. You are El Roy. Feel her Roy. Spiritual things begin to happen. Remember in the Old Testament? The Bible says that manna, quail, manna from heaven, fell from them. Manna. He says, man ate the food of angels. Manna. Manna was falling from heaven. Falling from heaven. Falling from heaven. How? Physical manifestation. But there were no cooks in heaven that took flour to bake it. No. This was a physical manifestation, but this origins is from the spirit. And it's a spiritual substance that undergoes a transformation and breaks the barrier of the supernatural and natural and manifests to us as natural. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but these are extreme experiences that you can have. You can receive, I tell you. The doctors say that no baby can fall in that womb. I tell you, by the genomiah, 
you can receive a baby in the womb. Glory, glory, God. I hear somebody screaming in their room right now. They said, this is not possible. I tell you by the Jinomaya, you can experience, you can receive, you can receive. Shout, I can receive wherever you are. Shout, I can receive. Shout, I can receive. See, in fact, say, I receive the blessing of the Jinomaya. This is God's principle. He said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He said, we have seen his glory. We beheld his glory, full of grace, full of truth. At that level, you encounter it. Glory to you. Things are going to suddenly appear. Things are going to suddenly appear. Things that need to appear that are not there shall suddenly appear. Romans chapter 4, verse 17, the Bible says, you don't have to show it. The Bible says, Abraham believed God who raises the dead. It's not the only thing. And who calls things which are not as though they are to appear. Things that do not exist can appear. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. Positions shall be created for you. People shall be given up for you. Positions shall be made for you. If that is what it requires, things that do not exist shall appear for you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Believe this. Believe this. Many, many encounters. One day I had a prayer session here. And I told people to write their prayer needs privately to me in the Zoom chat. And they were doing, and there was this one person that had written something about their immigration. And then I said to them that after this prayer, God is going to answer you. Listen, things suddenly appear. Things suddenly appear. We read 1 Kings 19.29. Remember 2 Kings 19.29. He said that, and in the first year, you eat of things that grow by themselves. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Suddenly, when Philip was coming out of the water with the Ethiopian eunuch, suddenly Philip disappeared and appeared in another town. Glory to Jesus. May you receive such encounters from the Lord. Let things that appear for your destruction disappear now for your joy. In the name of Jesus. Suddenly, suddenly, they saw his glory. They saw his glory as the glory of the only son. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. And I would like to pray with you today. Mark chapter 5. And I will teach that. And then after that, we will get into prayer. Glory to Jesus. Show us Mark chapter 5, man of God, from verse number 22, 23. Glory God. Hallelujah. Pray, pray with me for a second. Come on, pray. Pray wherever you are, Pastor Chief. Pray right now. Pray, pray, pray that you receive what I'm saying before I move to teach on this one. Come on, begin to pray right now. In the name of Jesus. the scripture, Pastor. In the name of Jesus, pray, pray, pray. 
Ikadala bayado satala bayade imande abayade aleleyanda. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Hear me. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Thank you. Reverend Ado, God bless you. I see my bishop, my big brother. I want to God bless you. Now, Mark chapter 5, verse number 24. We are talking about experiencing the invisible. Glory, glory to Jesus. One day, I, I told you this story before. I had mentioned something to a certain man. That the Lord had told my wife, not me. So I mentioned it to him, and the man wanted to embarrass me. So I said that this is, you know, this was a, a very troubling vision my wife had. And so I want to mention it to you so you also take this to prayer. Immediately he said, Yeah, yeah, you, these pastors, and all that. So who is this person you are talking about that was trying to harm us? I don't believe in these things. I felt so embarrassed. I looked at him, but as I was looking at him, immediately I saw a man walk towards me. Glory to God, experiencing the invisible. Glory to God, I said, may you experience the genomai. May you experience the genomai. I saw a man walk towards me and said to me, put his hand on me and says, the name of the person is called that. The person went this way, the person did this, the person did this, the person did this. Now I started saying back the things I was being told. Glory to Jesus. I said, may you experience this. This is beyond dreams. This is what Paul said in 2 Corinthians. He said, I know a man in the spirit. Whether it was in the body or out of body experience, I cannot tell. He said, such a man was taken up into the heavens and he saw things that mortals were not supposed to be told. But yet he was a mortal. Yet he was a mortal. God's true servants are not too loud. God's true. A man of God wanted, a man of God wanted, oh yeah, you can take it off when I'm ready. A man of God wanted me to speak for him upon recommendation. So one day he called me and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at you and assessing you through YouTube. And, and you know, he was an elderly bishop. So I didn't want to speak back to him, but I laughed in my spirit because if it is YouTube and social media that you are going to use to assess whether somebody is a true servant of God, then you are missing. And I, I just, I just looked, I just listened to the conversation, and I, I could, I could gauge his spiritual, uh, you know, barometer. May you encounter, may you pray, may you sing like Hagar. In Genesis 16, she said, you are El Roy. For now I see him who sees me. For now I hear him who hears me. For now I see him who sees me. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I want you to come to this place where you will see him who sees you. Where you will hear him who hears you. And it is possible. One day I traveled, I had to go minister somewhere. And then when I when, when I got to the, that country and I was speaking with my wife and she told me uh, an encounter she had physical encounter 
So she said that the night I left, when, when she went to bed, she just lay on the bed, suddenly a man appeared. And that day she was so excited. She said, did you know the angels, some of them look dark like Africans? And I said, of course, of course. Now, she said, a man appeared and sat by me on the bed and then said to me, are you sleeping now? Don't you realize he's gone? Start doing what he will be doing now. Be praying now. And then the man disappeared from the room. I'm talking about encounters that assure us that he is with us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hagar, Hagar, this, the reason why Hagar could go back into the heart, you know, the harshness, and then the trouble Sarah was giving to her was because of that encounter she had. Because she saw him who sees her and heard him, you are El Roy, Beer Lahai Roy. She said, I see him who sees me now. And because of that encounter, I go back to the place of trouble. I go back to the place of hardship. I go back because I know that he is with me. Glory to Jesus. I want to challenge you and I want to challenge listeners listening to me right now that the church has limited the extent of encounters we can have to prophetic words and encounters with ministers of God. Yet they lie in our range and jurisdiction, the spirits of redeemed men made perfect, the spirits of supernatural beings, they lie within our reach, angels, heavenly creatures, redeemed men. I was praying for one, one person, one, one of my sisters, and as I closed my eyes, I saw, I saw the redeemed spirits, and I know some of these things when you say people will be scared, but I saw Deborah from the Bible, I saw Hannah from the Bible, stand by her, mighty Jesus Christ. We have within our reach, Hebrews chapter 12 says that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses waiting to share with us in this supernatural experience, yet we sit and wait to hear. And there's nothing here and I prophesy to people. But I'm saying that should not be our focus because why are we going for the bottles when we have a well, a sea to drink from? Why are we going for that? Why are we going for that? We, you, you get to the place. You see, the reason why I, I can live like this, the reason why I can live like this, the way I live now, maybe even in abundance or in scarcity, is because I have had my BLHI ex, Roy experience. I have had that experience and I have seen him. And that is enough, you know. And that is enough. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what they say. No, 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 no. You, you cannot tell Hagar that, that God will not bless her. She knows. I, it was in 2000 and was it four or three when I heard the voice of God. He said to me, I will bless you. It was a tree talking to me. I will bless you. Hold Nasatra. I lay my hands on sick people and instantly, I mean, this man that had heart failure instantly got out from the bed. He came to my church and came to testify. He brought his medical records. Now he started, you know, he started baking me cake every time. You know, I look like, you know, like an angel to him and I had to stop. You know, I enjoyed the cake for a while. He brought the cake. You know, we love eating cake. After all, I told him that this can't continue. Give the glory to God. Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 5, verse number 24. Jesus is going somewhere to heal the sick. You know the story already. 
And as he went, a certain woman with the blood flow, just keep listening to me now. A certain woman with an issue of blood, she had a hemorrhaging condition for 12 years, the Bible says. And she pressed and she has suffered and she grew worse. Now, when she heard Jesus was coming through the crowd, this woman went and touched the hem of his garment. And then verse number 29, so Mark 5, 29, the Bible says, immediately. Somebody say immediately. Now, we are talking about how spiritual things appear. Verse number 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. Come on, come on, come on. Immediately, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. She felt in her body. Two things are happening right now. Immediately, she was bleeding when she was going through the cloud, the crowd. She was bleeding when she was kneeling through the people. She was bleeding when she was stretching out her hands to touch the garment. But the moment she touched the garment, the bleeding stopped. Now, that was not the only miracle she got. The second miracle was that she felt physically, not a dream, not faith talking, not positive confession. No, 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 no. I, I told you I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a higher level of encounter where she could tell in her body, if you brought those physicians that treated them for the past 12 years, they will confirm that there is no problem. This person is not bleeding, having any bleeding problems. And they will also tell you that this person is not somebody who has suffered bleeding for 12 years. Suddenly she felt something physically in her body and it told her that, no, I am healed. This is not the same way I was. Now, on the other side, Jesus, He's also saying, something has left me. An invisible substance has left me. Are you, are you getting it? Jesus saying that it's power, virtue has gone out. What went out of Jesus was a spiritual thing. Yet the, the benefit of it was for physical in the woman. What went out of Jesus was spiritual. He said, virtue has left me. And they were all confused because they didn't see him drop anything. They didn't see him drop. I hope some Bible students are getting what I'm teaching. They, they are now challenging him. People are touching you and you are saying that, who touched me? You, you didn't even drop anything, sir. What's wrong with you? And, 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 and look at the verse number 33. The woman was now afraid. The woman started trembling. And why was she trembling? Not because Jesus is asking who touched me. She's trembling because she saw that in her body, knowing what had happened, she saw a change in her body. And she came falling down to the feet of Jesus. Thank you, so man of God. This is one of the best examples I could give you about experiencing the invisible. An invisible substance, friend of mine, Pastor Comforter says, the un uncreated essence, the unseen essence, leaves God, leaves Jesus, and this spiritual thing breaks the barrier of supernatural and natural and enters into a person and causes changes naturally, not spiritually, naturally. 
So suddenly the bleeding stops, whatever the causes, whether it's cancer, whether it's, 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 it's abnormal hemophilia, whatever the problem is, as you receive this encounter, it dries up immediately in the name of Jesus. And not only did it dry up, but suddenly 12 years of bleeding, all the anemia, all the palpitations, all the dizziness, everything gets corrected immediately. So it's as if we stop the bleeding and we give her transfusion. We stop her bleeding and we correct the problem. And she knew, that's what I'm saying. This is not faith talk. This is not dreams. This is not visions. This is happening in, 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 in science. We have something called real-time PCR. This is happening real, real-time. It's happening now. Oh, you are healed. And it's not like you are going before it's happening. It's changing. There is change. The bleeding is suddenly drying up and the weakness is going and the loss of weight is being corrected and the joint pains are going away in the name of Jesus. Suddenly, something left him. Now, if you are looking for healing, now there is a virtue in the spirit called divine healing. I hope now you get the concept I've been teaching you. Now, if you are looking for for peace, there is a virtue in God, in the spirit called divine peace. If you are looking for some spiritual growth, there's a virtue in God, which is spiritual, which can break that barrier and transform into a physical substance for you. I'm praying for somebody looking for a miracle in their body that the spirit of God the, the aspect of God, the nature of the divine healing shall break that barrier through the genomaya and suddenly appear in your body. Somebody with one kidney will go back and it will be two. Glory to Jesus. Somebody with a tumor will go back and it will not be there. Glory to Jesus. There is a sudden appearance and a disappearance of things that are there by the power of the Holy Ghost. John said, he that was with God and in God, a spirit being that was used to create the universe suddenly transformed into a physical being and dwelt among us. Now, as we looked at him, we saw glory. As we looked at him, we saw truth. As we looked at him, we saw grace. And when we got closer, we received the full expression of grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Glory to Jesus. John the Elder wrote concerning this in 1 John 1. He said, that which we have heard, glory to Jesus, that which we heard, we heard something. But now he says, we are not staying at the realm of hearing. We went to see. And when we saw, we went to look upon. And he's telling us in 1 John 1, 3, he said, brothers, now we are not seeing. Now we are not looking. Now we are not hearing. Now we can touch it. We can touch it. We can handle it. We have an experience with our hands. And this is our experience. And this is the promise for you. That not only will God remain an invisible faith that you keep holding on to, but there is coming a day in your life that you are going to see things appear suddenly. I read about a man and a woman of God somewhere in England or so. That they were in their room, sitting down watching television, and suddenly a cloud appeared in the room. Not, not a dream, not a vision, a physical cloud. Glory to Jesus. Now, why is the church ignorant of this? Why have we put a ceiling on the expressions that are available and the encounters that we can have? The greatest encounter a child of God can think today is having a prophecy from a very powerful man of God. 
that is the best what they can think about. Most, most, most born again spiritual Christians have no respect. I was telling you many things. He held my hands. He held my hands and said, let's go. He held me on the shoulder. He said, come. He spoke. He said, I will bless you. These are the encounters. These are the encounters that you can receive. I don't know what you are going through. But I want you to sing the song, Higasan. She said, now my eyes sees him. Now my eyes sees him. You see, the Bible says they all drank of that rock that followed them. A rock that followed them. A rock that gave them water. A spiritual thing that manifests physically. A spiritual thing. Now before you say, okay, rocks have water in them. Then he said that this rock was Christ. And then we saw Christ at the day of crucifixion when they pierced his side. With, the Bible says then water and blood gushed out. The same water that came out of the rock. And then when you go to Revelation chapter 22, the Bible says that out of the throne of God's grace proceeded this water that is coming out. The same water. Water that came out from the rock. That same water came out from his side. That same water will come out in the new Jerusalem through the throne of God. Hallelujah. Spiritual things appear. Manna fell from where, where, that, where that chefs and cooks cooking this in heaven. Spiritual things came. And when you come into this encounter, that is when you can walk back into hardship. Hagar walked boldly into, into the house of Abraham and Sarah. She said, yeah, I'm back. Abuse me all you can. Shout on me all you can. Do all you can. In fact, Madam Sarah, you, you tell me to, to scrap and I'll scrap. Why? Because I have seen him. Because I have my URL Roy experience. I have my Bear Lahai Roy experience. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Genesis, I think somewhere 28 or so. When Jacob was left alone and a man appeared unto him. An encounter. Spiritual encounter, all right? But then, through this spiritual experience, he left limping. There was a physical change in Akamande Kasotoria. Is there anything that is so difficult now? Is there anything that has become so difficult? Listen, it, whether Jacob's encounter was spiritual, whether it was physical, we know he battled the spiritual being. But what I'm saying is that that encounter produced in him a physical change. He was limping on his feet. He had a name change. Things began to change. As you receive this, May you begin to walk. Now, I want your appetite to change. I want your desires to change. I want you to desire these things. Desire these things. When I was a young man in school, I could see most people with some of my colleagues. And, and there was this thing I knew. I could see two people walking together and instantly I know, I know how it ends. But I can say to them, I'm praying for you right now are you are you with me that you are going to receive when i was building up the first church i built and we we made the platform the altar area suddenly the lord opened my eyes i saw two angels standing there glory to jesus and the lord said they will stand here to receive from you are you listening once i had a heavenly experience why are we limiting our experiences? I, I, I feel so sad for the church. We are limiting the experiences to a prophetic encounter that we tell you stuff and live. I tell you, one day I had a heavenly experience. And in there, I met the spirit of a redeemed man. 
a redeemed apostle that had died many years ago. I saw him with my eyes. And he took me to a place and said to me that these are assigned to go with you for your ministry. Me, I'm yet to start my ministry. I'm telling you, all the ministry I've done for about how many years? From 2007, 2008, I've been in full-time ministry. The Lord says we are yet to start. And just watch out for it. Glory to Jesus. I saw eight beings. I'm not saying angels. Eight beings that were released to me. Eight of them. About four of them were angels. The rest were not. They were supernatural beings. Some look, they look like, like a beast. You know, beings. They were heavenly beings. And they moved wherever I go. And they went with me everywhere I go. He didn't, we were two people in that vision. He gave the other one money. I saw it. He gave, he, he gave me no money. He said, go. He said, and these ones shall be with you. And I see the manifestation of that. And you have this promise also. And we are going to go into prayer right now. But I want you to come to the place that you can experience the genomite. You can have the experience Haggai had. He says that in the first year, you shall eat of things that grow bad.